Hi, my name is James Shepard. I'd like to welcome you to the CC Sales Pro Podcast. In this special audio-only edition of the podcast, I just wanted to quickly share some sales tips with you that uh, really came from a couple phone calls I had this morning that were very similar as I was trying to help some salespeople to uh, improve their sales performance. And so my first tip is to try honesty. It works. Try honesty. It works. Now, I realize that that sounds like a rather strange thing to say, but you know, the reason I'm saying this is that, you know, I understand sales and, you know, sales is about, uh, as a friend of mine always says, you have to be able to sell the steak, but you also have to be able to sell the sizzle. Um, and you know, there's a certain part of sales that is showmanship. It is, um, you know, sometimes a, a, maybe a tad of misdirection or, you know, uh, psychological manipulation. You know, there's different things that are involved in different sales tactics, but I think a lot of times salespeople end up taking that too far and they really run into some big problems. The biggest one is that there are certain things that are going to come up when you're making a sales presentation and if you know that there is an objection coming, then just deal with it up front. Be honest about it. So um, the specific call I had this morning, I talked to two salespeople, both of whom are selling cash discounting. They're doing a really good job. They're both making, um, you know, 10 sales a month or 12 sales a month or whatever with it. Uh, but they both are running into the same problem. And that is, you know, they're asking me, how can I improve my opening pitch? Because, you know, in my opening pitch right now, um, you know, they, they weren't getting a great conversion rate from contacts to sales. They were really playing more of a numbers game and talking to a lot of people. So they're like, how do I, you know, improve this? And, you know, their pitch was uh, strangely similar, actually. And it, and it, I shouldn't say it wasn't a, it's not, it was a dishonest pitch or anything. There wasn't anything dishonest about it at all. But it's just that it wasn't, you know, the intention of the pitch wasn't to be as honest as possible. There were some things we didn't want to talk about. In this case, it's the fact that the, you know, merchant is passing their surcharge or the, you know, don't, don't want to call it a surcharge, of course, um, passing the, cons- the customer service fee or the convenience fee, passing the cost of processing onto the consumer. And, you know, because we know that that's the objection that the merchant is going to have. But, you know, it's really interesting, and I didn't tell this to either of them, but if you think about, um, you know, manufacturing, uh, in manufacturing, they have something called a bottleneck. Um, A bottleneck means if I have a big manufacturing line and I'm trying to build cars, for instance, okay, Um, imagine that there's all these different processes that go into making a car, right? They have to make the body of the car and then they put the, the engine in and the transmission in, and then they put the, you know, uh, whatever the power steering in and, you know, et cetera. Right. And it's going down this assembly line, right? So imagine this assembly line and imagine that this assembly line is handling one car at a time. Well, imagine if somewhere towards the middle of this assembly line, there is the guy who puts on the four tires and for whatever reason, it takes an hour to put on all four tires because of the tools he has or whatever. Um, It takes an hour to put those tires on. Well, what you have to understand about manufacturing is that there is absolutely no way that you can make that car faster than an hour on that assembly line. Because even if it only takes five minutes to put the body on and five minutes to put the engine and then five minutes to put the transmission in, but then it gets to the guy that puts the wheels on and it takes him an hour, then that car is going to be sitting there for an hour. And so that's a bottleneck. Now, the crazy thing about it is if you know that that's going to be there, what you want to do is you want to put all of your effort into how can we get these tires on faster because it's slowing down everything. Now, a sales pitch works in a similar way. 
if I know that there's an objection I'm going to get, then I want to deal with it right up front in the most honest and transparent way possible because I know I'm going to have to deal with it eventually. And no matter how much I obfuscate and try to get around the truth and try to, you know, manipulate the conversation in, in a way that's going to make it sound better, you know, at some point, whether they say it verbally or subconsciously, the merchant is going to think, well, what about this? And then you're going to have to deal with that. So if you have to deal with it anyway, don't waste, you know, five, 10 minutes or in, in worst case scenario, two or three visits before you deal with that objection, because just deal with it right off the bat. So let me give you two examples of, of what I mean by that. Let's talk about the cash discounting. So when I go in to talk to somebody about cash discounting, I'm going to talk about that right off the bat. I'm going to say, hey, um, you know, hi, my name is James Shepard. Um, I came here today to, to really talk to you about a, a new thing. It's, it's really kind of interesting. So, you know, I've been in the payment processing industry for a long time, and I'm sure you've heard about some of these new programs where the, uh, you know, the business owner is basically passing the cost of the credit card processing onto their customers, onto the consumer. Um, you know, you've heard of maybe surcharges or convenience fees and things like that. I'm sure you, you've heard of this, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, we would never do that, blah, blah, blah. And I say, yeah, you know, it's interesting because, you know, up until even six months ago, I was really skeptical about it myself and, you know, really thinking, you know, I'm sure that customers are going to hate this and, and they're going to, you know, leave and go to another company and all that. Um, and, you know, the funny thing about it is, and I'm sure you've experienced this in business, you know, a lot of times our assumptions that we make can be wrong, you know, until we prove these assumptions. And what happened is I started losing customers uh, here in central Pennsylvania because they started going over to companies that did the cash discounting. Um, and what I realized was, well, wait a second, what's this cash discounting? And so I realized that cash discounting was a way to pass the cost onto the consumer, but in a way where the consumer actually doesn't seem to care at all. And so I was seeing this and I was talking to our other business owners in the area and they're saying, yeah, you know, I'm not losing any business. It's not a problem. Then I'm looking at research studies that are showing that, wow, they're not losing any consumers. And so I'm not going to go through the whole spiel. You can watch my videos on cash discounting. But the idea is that right off the bat, I bring up the idea of passing the cost of processing onto the consumer because that's what cash discounting is. That's the whole idea. And eventually you're going to have to talk about that. So just talk about it. Um, you know, so that's one example of that. Um, another really good example of, of this would be if you're selling traditional processing. You know, you already know what the objection is when you walk in, right? The objection is, you know, everybody is pitching me merchant services. I get five calls a day. I get people walking in here all the time. You know, you're not any different than they are. So I'm not interested in what you have to say. So what should your opening pitch be? Well, your opening pitch should be, hi, my name is James Shepard and, you know, I do payment processing services. Now, before I even get into that, I know you get called probably five times a day about payment processing. You get people coming in here all the time. I'm sure you're sick to death of hearing about payment processing. Am I right? And they're like, yes, I definitely am. And say, well, I, first of all, I totally understand that. Um, let me start off before I take any of your time or any of my time. Let me just take one minute to tell you why I'm different than anybody else that's ever walked in here before. And you jump right into that. Um, I actually got that last little line there from a rep I talked to uh, a couple weeks ago that's doing a lot of deals. Um, and so you can do that. You know, you just jump right into it. So whatever the objection is, try honesty. Try just being really honest about it. And, you know, hey, I realize this is a problem. You know, don't be afraid to throw a negative out. Um, you know, I think salespeople a lot of times are so positive, and that's a good thing. But sometimes you've got to be willing to share the truth 
because if you don't do that, the merchant is not going to trust you. They know that everything about what you're offering isn't great. You know, they know, you know, if there's one thing business owners have learned, it's that there's no such thing as easy money. And so if you're offering to save them $10,000 a year on cash discounting, there's probably a catch you know, and they understand that. And so they're not opposed to it. They've, they've been making money their whole life. They've had to do trade-offs their whole life. So it's not that a business owner can't evaluate a good trade-off. It's not that a business owner can't recognize that maybe there is something different about you versus every other credit card processing sales rep that walks in the door. But what they can't stomach is when you go in there as if, well, there's just, you know, <clears throat> I, I've you know got this amazing program. Everything's good. And you're not presenting them with any of the negatives, none of the trade-offs. Trade-offs matter. You have to take trade-offs seriously, and small business owners really do know that. Hopefully, that little extra tip will help you today. I've got another really good one tomorrow I'm excited to share with you as well.